another Saturday morning. You know what that means. It's time for the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Curtis. All is good out your way, though. You know, no more flooding. Nope, not 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 gurgling underwater. Um, I I am all good. I did not flood. How about you? I hear you have such a great realtor who uh, who who placed you up on a hill that you're pretty safe. Yeah, no, my realtor was brilliant, and you know helped us find a place on a hill. Who would have thunk? <laughs> so uh, I can you believe it's December? Can you believe it's December fourth? Um, I'm trying not to think about it because I haven't really done any Christmas shopping yet. You haven't? No. Curtis, what is going on? You only have like less than three weeks later, four weeks Yeah, away. no, I know. You know, I'm not like a, I wouldn't consider myself a last minute shopper, but I don't really start until the end of November, early December, really. I shouldn't say that. I have picked up a couple little things, so I have sort of started, but really, I haven't made a dent in it yet. Well, this year is a little different than, I mean, I thought last year was different, but then with all the floods that we've been having, it's even more different now. And then packages are being delayed from being delivered, so, you know, can you even mail gifts to people and stuff? It's been, it's interesting. I don't like anybody really that much to send them something by the mail. <laughs> oh my goodness, Chris. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so uh, this, I, you, you know, this is my favorite um, episode because we get to do the statistics. It's a stat show, yeah. I figured you were probably completely wired for sound today. And I dressed up for the occasion. I'm actually, I'm actually in one of my gowns that I wore for one of the um, uh, Diamond Awards I won through Remax at our international award show. So I'm all pretty up with like, you know. Well, I dressed up for the occasion. I wish you would have warned me because then I could have dressed up because I'm currently wearing like a rock band T-shirt and my Yellowstone hat. Oh, that's awesome. Because I have a face for radio and I don't think about dressing up because I forget about these video things. Well, I didn't give you the note to wear like a bow tie or anything. No, I might have a tie kicking around here somewhere, but it'll look funny with my shirt, but I'll give it a go. Well, maybe next week we'll do the bow tie thing. I'll give you the heads up. There we go. Again. We'll celebrate again every week in December, whether it's a stat show or not. Well, every day will be a stat show. So, it, oh, and by the way, in our second segment, and maybe even before our break here, we have a special guest this show. His name is Brandon Kirk, and he has so much to share. He is an amazing financial financial advisor, and he's got some great things to share right now. Uh, so uh, that are, are coming up. I'm really excited to talk to Brandon. Um, but before we get there, the stat show. So just two days ago, it was released from the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board that for Fraser Valley home sales continue to soar in November, further depleting supply. Uh, Like we could use less supply, right? My goodness. So uh, the robust demand for Fraser Valley real estate continued in November with the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board recording the region's second highest volume of sales of all property types for the month, second only to November of last year. So in November, there was... 1,972 sales of all property types on the MLS system. That's a decrease of 9.2%, if I can speak clearly, uh, compared to uh, November of last year, and a 1.8% increase month over month compared to the sales in October. 
the board received new listings in November, which were 4.2% decrease compared to October's intake. That's pretty big. And a decrease of 5.5% compared to new listings received during the same month last year. So the 10-year average for November new listings uh, last month finished slightly above the normal level. So Larry Anderson, our president of the Real Estate Board this year, said, Lack of supply continues to be the biggest factor impacting the market. To see sales increase from October to November, even slightly, is unusual. Typically, as the weather changes and the holiday season approaches, we see sales start to decline, but not this year. This is not an easy market. Buyers and sellers alike are relying on the experiences and skill of their realtor to help them navigate a lack of supply, multiple offer situations, and very fast turnaround times. Now, the benchmark price uh, for single-family detached for the whole Fraser Valley, this is, is at $1,448,000 for a single-family home. That is an increase of 3.7% compared to October and an increase of 36.4% compared to November of last year. Townhouses are at $740,000. That's the benchmark price, and that is an increase of 2.7% compared to October and an increase of 29.8% compared to November of last year. And condos are $530,400, and that is an increase of 3.2% compared to October and an increase of 21.7% compared to November of last year. So you can see that detached homes have risen the most, townhouses second highest, and then apartments and condos um, third highest on that scale. So we're going to go into municipality by municipality. If you've ever listened to our stat show before, you know we love doing this. And we always start with our wonderful, blessed Abbotsford. For detached benchmark prices, we are at $1,262,000. That is a whopping increase of 42.1% from last year and an increase of 3.6% from the month before. Townhouses in Abbotsford at $617,300. That's an increase of 28.4% from last year and an increase of 1% from the month before. And condos in Abbotsford are $415,000, an increase of 28.4% from last year and an increase of 2.1% from the month before. And in Mission, over the river and through the bridge, no, uh, the benchmark prices in Mission from Abbotsford, uh, detached homes, one million twenty. $7,400. I can't believe how much mission uh, has grown. And that's 39% increase from last year and a 2.8% increase from the month before. And townhouses are at $618,000. That is an increase of 29.7% from last year and a modest increase of 0.1% from the month before. And condos in mission are at 443200 an increase of 22.7% from last year and an increase of 2.6% from the month before. And then White Rock, sunny White Rock on the water and South Surrey area, detached benchmark prices are at $1,822,000, an increase of 25.9% from last year and an increase of 2.1%, sorry, that's 3.1% from the month before. 
townhouses in White Rock are at 889,400, an increase of 31.8% from last year and an increase of 2.1% from the month before. And condos are at $607,600, an increase of 19.8% from last year and an increase of 2.9% from the month before. And Langley benchmark price... Oh, Langley. I have a wonderful listing there right now off 43rd Avenue. It's an acreage. Oh, it's got a mobile home. And, oh, it's a wonderful, wonderful property. Have a look at my website if you want to see it. Uh, okay, detached homes are at $1,519,900, and that's an increase of 36.3% from last year and an increase of 4.3% from the month before. Townhouses are at $753,000, and that is an increase of 30% from last year and an increase of 2.6% from the month before. And condos in Langley are at $506,900, an increase of 27.4% from last year and 4.2% from the month before. Delta. Okay, benchmark price for detached homes are $1,351,300. That's an increase of 37.4% from last year and an increase of 6.6% from the month before. Townhouses at $725,700, an increase of 24.7% from last year and 3.6% from the month before. And condos, 432000 an increase of 13.3% from last year and an increase of 3.3% from the month before. And last but not least, the huge, large area of Surrey. So city of Surrey combined all together is detached benchmark price for Homes are $1,567,900, and that's an increase of 34.7% from last year and an increase of 3.4% from the month before. Townhouses in Surrey are at 770300 an increase of 30.3% from last year and an increase of 3.2% from the month before. And condos at $477,400, an increase of 18.8% from last year and 3.3% from the month before. And that is your Fraser Valley November 2021 real estate statistics. Now, there's a lot of stats there, and I'm sure people probably would like to dig into them more. There must be kind of a one-stop shop where people can go and get all that information. Where would that be? You can always go to michellecummins.ca. Sounds like a plan. We're going to take a quick break here and come right back with segment two. Hang on. with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. And now is time for one of Michelle Cummins' uh, extra special, world-famous introductions. I'm ready. Are you, Curtis? I, I look forward to these introductions. I really do, because I, I cannot come up with introductions like you can. You have a flair for it. Oh, please, no. But 
I do love uh, bringing really good people together and people who are smart and savvy and full of energy and have good uh, care and knowledge. And oh my gosh, I do love that. Uh, so I am excited to announce our special guest, financial advisor. Okay, so we're here today to give you, our listeners, financial tips to help you with some financial concepts for your home buying experience. And here today with leading financial services professional, Brandon Kirk, to talk about you and your home and how to plan accordingly to your financial goals. So Brandon, tell us your story of how you got into the industry and why buyers and sellers today could benefit from a sound financial plan because you have a lot more to share about you and what you have to offer than me. Thank you, Michelle. Well, I have always had a passion for value well-being of people, and that stands true today. The idea of well-being, financial well-being, is something we all want to have, but not everyone has a plan to obtain it or to make it a part of their lifestyle. So I'm excited today to inspire some of our listeners and viewers to make the next step. Oh, well, that's so awesome, and we really appreciate you taking the time to come on here. I've known you for a while now, and we've met so many times, and I'm very excited for you to share a lot of stuff. So, um, when it, But when it comes to time to buying and selling or owning a home, what are some ways homeowners can get the advantage today? Please share. Of course. A great question. So the first place to start is going to be budgeting. So not to be uh, making light of the of the flood, but we don't want to get over ahead with our monthly budget. And that can be a great way to fine-tune your finances and reduce the month-to-month expenses and in turn month-to-month stress that can really help families in times like now. You know, that is a great point. And I know that when we made our move to our house, that was one of our big concerns is we didn't want to be, you know, house poor and things like that, especially with three teenagers and all that they can eat. Uh, But uh, so now when you say budgeting, uh, what could be some of those home expenses you could be thinking of that you can reduce things and, and get you better set up? So this can actually seem like a very daunting task, but the easiest way when you go back on your bank statement and see where money's actually going out. You'll soon come to realize that phone bills, internet cable, auto and home insurance, and many other regular bill payments can be optimized just by calling your provider. And in the end, without their loyal customers, they won't have business. So being able to adjust and work on those monthly bills to work in your favor so that these companies are able to retain you as a client. Okay, very, very cool. Although I do work for Rogers, so let's not get that out there too much, right? I mean, they pay the bills for me. <laughs> what would you recommend other ways uh, than a budget that homeowners can further their um, the, the strength of their financial plan? So the first way to be financially sound in times like these is to have an emergency fund for roughly three months of your fixed occurring expenses. In the case of job loss or disability, or in the case we're facing now where mandatory isolation or being able to be within our home is necessary. So in this case, this should be in a liquid account that you have quick access to in a time of need. So this can also be for repairs to home or vehicle as well. And if it is used, it should be replaced over time. It's funny because with realtors, they say you should have at least six months budget. And lately it's almost like, 
Well, uh, when you first get into real estate, uh, they they say isn't a year, so at least six months to a year. When you know independent um, uh, contracting or, or or one like that, so there's just so many expenses with real estate. But yeah, that that makes sense. Having You're married to a musician, months. Michelle. You should always have three years of wages saved up. <laughs> so true. Twenty three years married to a musician. Yeah, that's right. I I know it. I need a new guitar, hun. <laughs> but the financial planning uh, that Brandon has um, advised is very smart because, uh, yes, thank goodness for Brandon. Now, Brandon, when when all of this clears, right, how can families reduce their fixed expenses as well? Because that's a big one. Exactly. So great question, Michelle. And this is going to be my most important point. And that is going to be eliminating consumer debt as fast as possible and finding ways to pay more than your minimum payment. So one concept I talk about with my clients and people that I care about is going to be debt stacking. And this is going to be teaching people how to put their debt payments into overdrive. So this concept, it makes sense in reality, but it's very easy to make extra payments or to get discombobulated with all the little debts and that can be accumulated. So whether it's a credit card, line of credit, personal loans in a time like this. For example, instead of paying a couple hundred dollars on each debt, make the minimum payment on the lower interest debts and put all the extra dollars onto the high interest rate, into, into the higher interest credit cards or loans that you may have. Yeah, great points, Brandon, and very key to getting ahead of the monthly budget. Budgeting is so key, and here towards the end of the year, I always take this month of December and part of January to really look at everything. I look at my budget every quarterly and and annually, and it is big staying on top of it and, and for growing your, your wealth. You've got to keep an eye on that budget. So what are some creative ways that buyers can get into the market? So it is so rewarding to help clients unlock and real, reveal money to they did not know that they had access to. So this is the case when I work with clients and they show me their group plan. So where most people believe that RSPs are locked until retirement, some may have restrictions, but many allow you to access the first home buyer's grant of $35,000 for your first down payment, which can come directly from your RSPs. And as long as your money is where it originated from your contributions, you would be able to access this and it could be part of your RSP grant. So I've helped many clients with this here and excited when a client does not realize that they have money that they can do. Can you share with us a story about just, it's so amazing the stories that, that you, you must have with helping people get out of uh, debt and then furthering their wealth and getting established and feeling confident about their future and their retirement and, you know, setting up even their children's. Oh, there's some great things you you have uh, to share as well about uh, building up wealth for your children in, in, in like an ins- a certain insurance program. So you're helping them save for their future down payment or, you know, to pay for university. Can you share us about that? So every client I sit down with, I do something called a financial needs analysis. And it gives a snapshot of where they're at for themselves, their net worth, their kids. And one of the stories here that I have lots of stories from previous, but one of the last stories in the past 30 days was I sat down with a lovely couple from Chilliwack, and we were looking at their financial needs analysis. 
And over the time, they have been trying to save for their wedding. They've been trying to save for their new home. And what this financial deep analysis did is it gave clarity to the timeline, the reverse engineering of how long it would take them to get into their home. So what was a a five to 10 year game plan ended up being 22 months from start to to completion. And this is where this lovely client went to their parents and was almost in tears saying, I'm excited to reach our goals here in a fraction of the time. So that was the story of being able to to work with the client and help them go from long-term goals short-term goals. Can you share with us, like, that is so beautiful because it's in the heart of people uh, that that you're, you're changing lives. And But what got you into what you do? Like, uh, can you share some, some light on that so our listeners can get to know you a bit personally more as well? Uh, what, what made you do what you do? Yes. So uh, previously, uh, uh, throughout my university, I wanted to better the well-being of people. I was uh, I was in the medical field, and I thought I was going to do that physically. Um, with the transition and the opportunity of going into business for myself, I saw that there was a massive need to better well-being of people who live in financial obscurity. So this started in April of 2018, working with individuals that may have been twice my age, may have had a whole lot more money than me, but that's where through the financial services licenses that I've attained, I've been able to help over 550 clients reach their insurance and their investment goals. And that's where every single client has a story, every single client has a goal, and I am thankful that I get to be a part of that story and help them reach that goal. And that's, uh, that's a bit about me with my story. Well, Mr. Brandon Kirk, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing with us your advice and ideas and your story. And that is so wonderful. If if anybody wants to contact Brandon, I do have his contact information on my homepage under group under my uh, service partners. So you can have a look there um, for his information. Thank you, Brandon. You are most welcome. And I'm excited to be a guest. On a, on a show in the city where I grew up. Thank you. That's right. Well, uh, I wanted to end the show with a quote of the week, as we do, and this is from a woman I admire and I love. She says, hey, if you don't like the road you're walking, start paving a new one. Heard it? Is. That's Dolly Parton. Not a girl. <laughs> Anytime you can quote Dolly, you're good in my books. <laughs> <laughs> and she's very quotable. She is. <laughs> All right. Well, people might want more information about what you do as a realtor, because I can say yeah, you're a kick-ass realtor because you help me find a place and sell my old place. But maybe they don't want to take my word for it. They want to see what you do for their, yourself. Well, you know, wh- Where can they go? They can go to michellecummins.ca. And join us again next week when we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.